You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your top-down, wind-in-your-hair, Saturday morning automotive thrill ride. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but right now, love us on Zoomer Radio. I forgot which one I was talking to. Well, that's that's you, Al. Good well, morning. Good morning. I mean, the light came on, and I thought, ooh, like Pavlov, I better go to the light. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Pavlov's dog. Really? Let's but, ring the bell. That's right. That's right. Oh, we've got a great uh, show today. We've got David Pulla from Triangle Tire joining us in studio today. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having guys. Hey, thanks for coming down. All the way from Tottenham. Tot- yeah, it wasn't too bad this morning. Okay. Traffic free. That's good. Did, did, you didn't take the 400, eh? They've no. got this big sinkhole now in the middle where just sort of appeared from nowhere. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 In the, right, pas- in the right passing lane. where I live as well. Uh. And like they, they thought it was going to be like a two-day turnaround. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I heard our pal Kerry Schmidt, and he's looking down the hole going, yeah, it's pretty deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially from, you know, where, you know, Kerry's perspective because he's so tall. Yeah, exactly. You know? And no, no, it was like 20 feet deep, and, and there's some kind of big washout because there's a sewer pipe down there. Oh, and uh, I had no idea. Good and, thing you know, I'm not going north this yeah, week. scary stuff. Yeah. Spent a lot of time on the 400 going to Georgian College, took the automotive program there, and yep. uh, it just kind of makes you think twice, I guess, right? So, wow. Oh, so wow. you drove back and forth every day? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I was working uh, throughout, coming back for dealerships. I did live up there, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, younger days, you tend to come home and want to go downtown Toronto. So <laughs> that's when the price of gas was only a buck. Yeah, affordable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we've got Kevin Roberts on the show. He's from Car Gurus. You know. Um, He's a guru when it comes to automotive details. Yeah, he's got some insights for us into the uh, automotive market and what's up with used and new cars. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, they got a website where you can go and look at and and buy, or, or you can buy cars, you can sell cars, they'll pick them up, they'll deliver them. It's uh, one call and you've done it all. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. We also have our, our pal Adam Rappel from Drive Festival, which is coming up. Uh, in early September at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Big festival. If you love cars, love fast cars, it's a pretty cool event. Yeah, and it gives you the opportunity to uh, get in some of yourself, eh? It's not just looking at them. Yeah, they've got all kinds of activations. So you you can get in and test drive them, like on an autocross course. They have an off-road course as well. I don't know if you're going to be able to drive them on the racetrack, but uh, you'll be able to experience some of these cars and uh, and get to see a lot of cars that you can never see up close. So, like, with belt buckle and everything? No. No, no, no. no, no. Ride-alongs? Uh, there, probably. There, I'm sure there's some ride-alongs. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't be surprised. That's Adam, a scary I, thing, eh? Uh, well, it depends who's driving. Yeah. Well, it makes a difference. I mean, I, I, I remember doing I, I remember doing drive-alongs with customers because, you know, people bring in their car and they go, it's making a certain so on. And I said, well, let's go for a ride together, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and if I let them drive, it'd be like, 
Oh, this is scary. Yeah, because <laughs> oh. it, it's not. Because you know, at, as a man, uh, man in the house, you're you're doing the driving ninety eight percent of the time, right? Yeah. And so you're behind the wheel, but you don't think about it until all of a sudden you're not behind the wheel, and you're going tuck your Whoa. tail pretty quick. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, well, the, yeah. the oblique handle. Is <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you know, I've been I've been teaching race driving and performance driving for a really long time, and uh, that can be really really scary. Yeah, it, it for me. I, I we used to do Mossport a lot of stuff. Uh, spent a lot of time with with Yokohama doing high performance testing mm-hmm. and things like that. And you know, three laps in, you're still not settled, mm-hmm. and you're you're just getting accustomed to things, right? So. No, and it's just I think, guess it's just because you're not in control. I mean, but your brain's not thinking about that. But when you're the passenger, it's like whoa. I think we're going too fast. Well, that, that, that's why I prefer to do the driving on the racetrack. Yeah. Right, right. But when you're teaching somebody, you're, you're doing it from the passenger seat, so, are you not? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. and that, that can be pretty scary. Al, when you're when you're the household driver, you're not taking corners at 120 either, I guess, though, right? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Questionable. But, but yeah, <laughs> I would hope not. Um, sometimes it'd be like... Oh, yeah, it did say ramp speed. You're doing twice it. You know? <laughs> so you better yeah. slow down. That's usually my target. All right, speaking of slowing down, we got to do that right now and take a break. And uh, afterwards, we're going to come back. We're going to be talking triangle tire and everything rubber. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and David Puller from Triangle Tire. And we're going to talk a little bit about tires because, you know, I... I drove down, needed four tires. It was uh, helpful that I drove on tires. <laughs> you needed four tires. Well, yeah. you, well, you need. Yeah. I, you know, I was driving a car, so I needed four tires. They worked They worked pretty well. Based off the speed you took to get here? It, it was, need yeah. Need to replace? I, uh, no, but I, I, I got here pretty quickly uh, for two reasons. Uh, one, you know, I, I tend to drive maybe quicker than... Some people, but also uh, I had the top down I'm driving a convertible today, and it had started oh, you raining. To get here before nice. it rains. Yeah, well, you got wet. You no, see, it. the the faster you go, yeah. the less rain that gets in the car when the top's down. <laughs> I've I've learned this lesson several times. Oh, really? Yes, <laughs> yes. So it was it ultimately Not to think about it beforehand. Eh? No, it was it was it was all about safety. Because <laughs> that you know that way my my you know I didn't get rain in my eyes. I could totally drive safely. But, yeah. Sir, did you see the speed limit here? No, but did you see the clouds? Right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, and you do realize that, you know, when it just starts to rain, that's the slipperiest the road's going to be. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, if you don't know that, what what happens is when the when the, the rain hits the asphalt, it pulls up all the junk that's oh, on the surface. All that oil and it's slick. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's very, very slippery. Very slippery. So today you were driving a personal car. This was... Uh, Another test car. Another test car. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was relatively new and it had good tires on it. Uh, brand new, brand new tires. And um, they would be like top tier Michelin Pirelli. Yeah, I think I think this one's rocking some good years. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you know they're they're fine. Right. They're adequate. Fine. Yeah. But you know a lot of people are keeping cars now for so many years, especially because uh, that you can't get new ones, or you can't if you want to wait forever, if, or if you want to pay through the nose. Right. And speaking of not wanting to pay through the nose. Triangle Tire is a benefit. Yeah, for sure. So de- Triangle Tire have plenty of product. I mean, depending on the application and what type of environment you're driving in, there's a wide offering, but uh, that's exactly what we preach, that it's product that performs. It's going to live up to all of your expectations, um, and you can do so at an affordable price, right? So stretch your dollars a little bit 
further, especially now, uh, nowadays, right? The way the economy's heading and inflation, things like that. So the, the difference in the cost is it is it going to have any influence on how long they're going to last or, or or how good they feel or or what? Why is that big difference in price? So the biggest difference in the price is really. Um, Marketing uh-huh. dollars, right, I mean, right, right, right. Uh, when you look at the Michelins, the Goodyears, the Continentals of the world, they're you know on your television ads, mass media, things okay. like that. Those things all cost a lot, right? Right, right. At right. the end of the day, to manufacture a tire, everyone's paying similar costs. It's the exposure to the brand and, mm-hmm. and what you're investing uh, into creating that awareness, right? So when we look at it, typically you're looking at you know seventy percent of the price, right? There's typically a thirty to thirty-five percent gap in what we would deem a, a value tier product uh, compared to the premiums. But at the end of the day, um, triangle tires, value tier tires, they're being built on the same manufacturing machines that your premium product is, mm-hmm. right? And more importantly, they're being put through the same tests. Everything's DLT approved, right? Winter products, three um, PMS certified, right? North American standards, there's European standards, things like that. So at the end of the day, it's it's really coming down to the brand exposure and then just building that brand equity, and that's a large investment. So I, I guess it's like when I, you know, being in the car business, you know, people would come in and say, I, I I call the dealer. I was at the dealer and they gave me an estimate, and 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 you just gave me a, a quick list of how much you charged me for the same stuff, and it was a lot less, and they would, what, what's the deal? And I said, well, they're in a higher profile area, they have much higher overhead, and that's why they have to charge more, you know, where as, as me being in the backside here, and, and, you know, <laughs> not not on a main street. And and, and, uh, and not in a $5 million building. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Although I was impressed as I passed the... Uh, the big dealership on the parkway, the brand new one with oh. five different dealerships on yes. 14 different levels. And yes. I went, well, it must cost an awful lot of money to build that and, and, and maintain it, oh, eh? Of, co- of course it does. Well, so, so that's the big thing. So at the end of the day, we're performing the same function. We're using, you know, uh, class A mechanics and, and using the right tools and writing the right parts. So so you can do it, but you can do it for a lot less. And that's so that's what you're saying. So you're going to get a tire that will perform as well, uh, last as long, but for way less money. Definitely. And for your everyday drivers, it's, ideal right and when when you're looking at what you're doing behind the wheel i mean your ultra high performance uh triangle and value tier product does have uh tires in those segments but at the end of the day when you're you know, closed road circuit right well the, the race track like when you're doing anything that's timed if you're if you're competing it's a it's a completely different thing yeah sure. we're, we're you know yes we're using tires but it's a completely different argument on the road however that's that 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 is that you know that's some common ground literally for for, sure. for all tires definitely but at the end of the day you know they come with a uh, forever warranty uh, yeah 30-day trials there's treadwear warranties um you know there's road hazard warranties we stand behind the product right so um for your everyday driver, if we were to scrub the names off the sidewall, nobody you wouldn't, you wouldn't know yeah. left from right. No, no right, nobody have, could tell a difference. I have to stop the tire guru, and we're going to go to a full car guru in just one second. Um, after the break, we got Kevin Roberts calling in from uh, cargurus.com, and uh, that's it. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and David Puller from Triangle Tire. And joining us on the line is Kevin Roberts from Cargoos. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. Kevin, you're in the Detroit City, Motor City, correct? I am in the Motor City. Uh, I am a stereotypical car guy from Detroit. (laughs) You got your finger on the pulse of the action in Detroit and uh, gas and oil running through the veins. 
Absolutely, yeah. We got Woodward Dream Cruise coming up next weekend, which is our big kind of annual celebration of all things auto in uh, Detroit. So definitely feeling the automotive uh, spirit lately. Are you actually a native Detroiter? I am. Oh, there you, you don't have an accent, though. There's there, there's not there much is, of an accent. No, there's, no, a, there's a little bit of a tinge there. But, <laughs> yeah, Kevin, our our, uh, our race car is uh, going to be on display at a couple of events at uh, Dream Cruise uh, next week. So looking, looking uh, forward excellent. to that. I'll keep, a, I'll keep a lookout for it. Yeah, I think we're going to be part of uh, what Platinum Motorcars is doing in Birmingham. So if you are if you happen to be that way, check it out. But uh, um, And, you know, we do have to encourage our, our listeners, if you, if you can find your way to Detroit, Dream Cruise is pretty awesome. It, it's fantastic. Now, Kevin, what's what's going on with the uh, the new and used car market for our Canadian friends? It's 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 a dynamic time. It's a very interesting time, but uh, you've got your finger on the pulse of of uh, the market. Yeah, so I, I would say uh, I think everyone's kind of looking forward to some stability. Uh, unfortunately, we're not there yet. Um, on the new side, things are improving. Uh, we're seeing more new vehicle production out there, which is helping to get more new inventory out there. Unfortunately, we haven't seen that uh, help to lower prices yet. Um, you know, we reported for July the new average listing prices crested over seventy thousand Canadian dollars um, for the first time ever. So, you know, if you, you can find more new vehicles out there, but unfortunately, they're more expensive than ever. Um, and so, yep, sir, go ahead. I was saying. So you're saying that the price to the dealer or the manufacturer has come down, but they're not passing that along. They like the bigger revenues. Uh, I mean, I think we've seen automakers in a limited semiconductor chip sh- uh, shortage area really prioritize higher margin, higher profit vehicles. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we've really seen so far is we, we've heard anecdotally they're still prioritizing those manuf- uh, those vehicles, and there's also a lot of fleet buyers are really kind of buying up the cheaper ones so far. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen those lower-priced vehicles start to make it through the market yet. I still think that's going to happen, and that will lower prices over time. But we just haven't seen that happen yet. You know, we've been hearing about this chip shortage forever. And, um, you know, apparently even two, three years ago, they were talking about manufacturing chips locally. Have they not come on to production yet? That's going to take a number of years. So oh, I would say it's, 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 it's coming in some ways. Um, there's also the uh, fact that the auto industry doesn't use the most kind of um, cutting-edge chips for a lot of the chips that we put into vehicles. Um, and so that also is kind of uh, held up some of that kind of production. But the production is coming back. We are seeing more vehicles produced, you know, in North America and globally. Um, but we're just still not back up to those kind of full production numbers yet to get us to, like, kind of full new sales on yet. Yeah, I know just uh, by looking at the lots quickly, it seems like to be Chrysler was, has been the best at, at putting cars back on the road. And why, why does one manufacturer have an advantage over another? You know, it could literally just be um, they might have had more of their chips come through. Okay. And it can also be where those vehicles are being produced also. Um, you know, you might also see some disparity from, uh, you know, certain brands that have more of their vehicles produced um, out of North America or USMCA uh, versus those that are produced more kind of locally, you know, within Canada, U.S. or Mexico. Uh, can also kind of uh, influence uh, how many vehicles you're seeing on lots on the new side. Kevin, it's been challenging for the last couple of years for for people to buy new and used cars for for a bunch of reasons. But you know things are changing. Are there are there any new you know sort of tactics or things that car buyers should be looking out for now in uh, you know when we're Q3 2023? 
Yeah, so I mean, on the new side, it's coming back, um, but just know those kind of incentives and a lot of those deals that were present from pre-COVID level aren't there as much. Um, so that I know that can be kind of a surprise. Uh, again, interest rates are going up, so monthly payments, you definitely have to keep an eye on that. Interest rates are definitely much higher than a lot of consumers the last time to look out there. Uh, on the used side, you know, used inventory is really tight right now. Um, and particularly in the Canadian market, it dealt with some unique challenges, which was U.S. acted as a sponge and pulled a lot of vehicles over, uh, particularly in 2021. Um, so just know that while we're talking about new inventory improving, used inventory is actually um, much tighter now than it was a year ago. That won't really help the price point of the new vehicles, right? Like I was reading um, just earlier this week, J.D. Power released average monthly payment on a new vehicle over $800, right? So looking at that and then even the finance uh, terms averaging about 84 months, I guess, what are you seeing on that side of things? Yeah, I mean, for a long time, consumers were really stretching out the terms of those payments, uh, particularly when credit was quite cheap, uh, to help kind of lower those monthly payments as you know, new and used prices were heading up. We're now kind of at a you know inflection point where interest rates are higher, so it's a little bit more challenging to kind of stretch those terms out. So what we're really kind of hoping to see over the next you know year or two is prices start to come down, and since inflation numbers are look to be improving, again we're we're not there yet but hopefully that'll start to kind of lower monthly payments as well. And that'll really kind of help to uh, encourage more demand within the industry because that'll really put uh, some downward uh, pressure on monthly payments. All right. Only have a minute or so left, but CarGurus, the website, you want to tell us about that? Yeah. So CarGurus uh, is a great online automotive platform, and we're really kind of focused on combining technology and data to help bring trust and transparency to the car buying uh, process. Mm-hmm. So I kind of view it as the you know best place to kind of go if you're looking for a new or used vehicle. Great place to go online, see what's available. Particularly if inventory is challenging, you can look kind of farther afield uh, and get great information about whether you know the vehicle you're looking at is a good deal, great deal, uh, and the like on that front. And people like doing stuff online, so you can do the whole process that way as well, and then have the car delivered to your home, right? Uh, depending on the market, yeah. Okay, sorry, cargurus.com. And I think it's cargurus.ca here, too. Yep. All right, Kevin, thanks for joining us. Some great information. Uh, not all of it was happy news, though. Well, it's, it's coming back. Well, hopefully we're going to have some happy news <laughs> next year. We'll see. <laughs> thanks, Kev. Have yourself a great weekend. Thank you so much. Enjoy the green cruise, by the way. Will do. All right, take care. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back with uh, with David. Yes. Yes. David, me, and you. And and, and he knows way more than just tires, eh? A little bit. All of a sudden, he's asking these, like, big shot questions, and I went, where the hell that come from? Anyways, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and David Puller from Triangle Tire, and we're talking tires and car market uh, on the break, and it's, uh, it's it's an interesting world right now. Yeah, high price points on pretty much everything. Right, we're not even getting into the grocery stores, I guess. Right, so right, right, right. We'll just, we'll just stick to cars and tires. Stick to cars and tires. Yeah, yeah. what well, we know. Well, we were talking about you know uh, the cost of cars and, and and how you know things are getting so crazy and you know a lot of the chips, there are shortages and whatnot. Uh, how have you been affected in the tire business by COVID, for example? Well, 
going back uh, probably two years ago, there was a concern that as things were starting to shut down, that people weren't going to get their inventory, right? So when we're dealing with mass distribution, people are ordering by the container load. Right. And so what we witnessed in the industry was over-ordering. So over-ordering. Uh, over-ordering. Okay. Distributors were indexing at 125, 130%. Mm-hmm. And then now coming full circle, kind of what happened, let's say, tail end of last year, maybe a little bit earlier, where the demand remained high, remained high, and then all of a sudden the top kind of turned off a little bit. So uh, across the country, we were seeing distributors, uh, tire retailers that had tires coming out of every window in their building. And uh, now that's where we as the manufacturers and, and your importers are helping support sellout and providing incentive, especially during these difficult economic times where consumers are looking to extend their dollars a little bit further. We're providing the incentive to help move out the inventory and then bring in uh, lower price point product due to shipping, right? So shipping was elevated during those timeframes during COVID. So it drastically impacts the value to your product, even your premium brands, right? So now all your tires are come in from offshore, correct? They do. They correct. Do. Say globally, we source from various countries across the world, but definitely all coming from overseas. And, you know, you talked about what goes into making a tire. So, for example, uh, and, and your equipment, uh, you have machines that can make them without a person operating them, right? In 34 seconds. Wow, no kidding. In 34 seconds. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Wow. And and that goes back to speaking about affordable product in the value tier Mm -hmm. and having comparable performance in that product to the premium brands, right? Technology has come so far these days that um, literally... The, the people that are within the factories, I mean, they're obviously engineers and ensuring that the process mm-hmm. is, is being followed. But at the end of the day, these machines are 99% automated, right? So, 34 seconds. 34 seconds. That, that is incredible. 34 seconds. We were talking earlier, uh, and, and, and I want to revisit this, that most drivers, and I would say 99.9% of drivers, if they drove one premium tire, to a triangle tire, they wouldn't notice a difference. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. And we've done it. We've we've held riding drives yes. where where you're buffing the sidewalls, and and it's an unbiased opinion, mm-hmm. and to the point that the employees of the organization aren't aware of what tire they're driving on. Brilliant. And um, you know, especially when when it comes to new tires, it's everything's going to perform equally uh, within the given uh, environment, of course, and, and, and the segment that you're driving in. Uh, in terms of longevity, the product maintenance, we talked about it the last time I was on the show, right? Rotations, tire pressures, things like that. Yeah, so. checking your alignment. And, um, you know, the price point aside, there, there are plenty of reasons for somebody to look at a triangle tire like you've got you've got comprehensive warranties it, the warranties uh, speak for the product and again that goes back to the innovation and how the tires developed as well right so uh, when building the tires there's technologies that there's you know x-ray visions that every tire that's leaving the building they're being scanned for out of rounds so um, vibrations things of that nature are less and less common these days uh, but in terms of standing behind the product there's 30-day trials depending on which model you're looking at there's mm-hmm. treadwear mileage warranties there's road hazard warranties the entire lineup's covered for the first full year standing behind the product right and with the potholes that we have here and uh, things of that you know montreal roads are no better and no. uh yeah so definitely having that that backing of the product helps with consumer confidence for sure 
Yeah, uh, I, I I know that you know a few years back people were trying to save money. Well, people always try to save money, but um, you know if they had a car that had a you know a higher speed rating tire, they would go with a lesser one, and 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 which would work. And if your car was just a grocery grader anyways, it really didn't make a whole lot of difference. But what we found a problem or a pushback was if it was a lease vehicle, and the car would go back to the leasing company, and the leasing company would do an inspection and say, hey, these are the wrong tires on the car. Now, uh, at Triangle, you can save money, but you have the, the proper speed ratings as well. Then Definitely, and that's part of the innovation where it's you know not just remaining current with current times, but looking ahead and what vehicles are coming out in the market, studying the market, what size wheels are going to be incorporated. Nowadays, with performance vehicles, uh, pretty much every tire, you're... Toyota Corolla 205-55-16, number one tire size in the world, right. where it was predominantly a T or an H-rated tire, are now coming V-speed rating, right? So, yeah. But wasn't that long ago, I drove something uh, that was brand new and had 23-inch wheels yeah. fitted as standard equipment. Just blew my mind. And consumers love that. Of course. When, when you're shopping at the dealership, nothing looks better than a nice full-size wheel. Well, yes. Hang on, hang on, hang on. You're right. They like the look of it. Come replacement time. <laughs> that's an ouch story. Yes, ouch. Absolutely. But you know, the, and that's the thing that dr- drives me nuts is is this. I mean, car makers and, and their marketing teams love selling everybody big wheels and big tires, but the reality is you don't you don't need that. I like going you know minus one in my cars. That's because you're a speed guy. Well, because it, it, it's I know it works. I've done this on race cars for yeah. years, and and the whole minus one idea actually works when you do it right. I mean, you have to be very careful about how you choose your wheel and your tire, but you know that comes with with a certain amount of knowledge. But I I actually like doing that. Marketers, car makers love selling these big wheel I, and tire I, packs. I think I'm on the left side here, buddy. Talking to somebody with 22s, previously 24s. I'm the big wheel guy. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you get a break on the tire. No, yeah, I don't know about that. You're not, know about that. You're not paying retail, you know. Seriously. Yeah, that's right. So the, you know, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't have too many concerns over there. No, I'm I'm from the same school as you, Brian. I just. You know, my last two cars, or my wife, sorry, my wife's last two cars that, that I pay for, um, have had big wheels, and, and I f- just found the ride so uncomfortable. It, you definitely feel every crevice in the road. Yeah. Right? So, and then it's it, the the time of year where you're either changing over to your winters, which would be on a smaller size wheel, a little bit more rubber, so you feel a little bit less of the road. So, during that transition month, October, or, you know, in the fall season, or even in spring, as you're transitioning back to your summers, yeah, you definitely got to get used to it for a little bit. Well, and and, and, and I did a minus one, of course, um, on the winter tires. Yeah, of course. And I like to leave them on for way longer. Yeah, I, I, so, yeah. so do it's I. It's more comfortable. So, so do I. It's, and it's true. It's you not know, a race car. It's just to get me from A to B. You know, this, this is the thing and I get you know I get questions on the YouTube channel and I did yesterday about you know uh, vehicle dynamics and and suspension and tire and all this stuff I'm like you're never going that fast yeah. to ever worry about it with a road car like For it's, sure. you're, you'd never well, have to worry about the it. the one thing that I would want to preach in regards to the speed rating or the load index is that Whatever the vehicle calls for, it is recommended to do so because depending on the vehicle weight, on on the horsepower, uh, it's all going to translate back to your experience with that tire. So whether you're driving on a Triangle tire, on a Michelin tire, or a Bridgestone tire, if that tire is not equipped to handle the weight or the performance of that vehicle, you're not going to have a good experience. That, that's exactly it. It's it's much more than just the you know the speed rating, and, sure. and it's the speed rating is you know it looks like a single factor, but there are a lot of factors that are that are built into that. And tires are tires are the single most important 
part on the vehicle. Only thing hands down connects you to the road. That's right. So you have to be you have to be careful about that. And you know, as long as you're doing it right, you're gonna you're gonna sure. end up with a good experience. Typically, re- reducing the speed rating or or even the downsizing, highly recommended during winter. Oh, right. for you, sure. Uh, you want something a little bit more, um, a little bit more sidewall, allow a little bit of sidewall shifting, and it'll help you with some traction. But uh, let's not worry about the snow for a few months. Here. Yeah, try, yeah, you're probably getting ready for winter yeah, already. Aren't we you? Are, yeah, we are. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. not talk dog, about winter dog tires. days of summer. This yes. is what we look forward to on the tire side of things. So, but uh, you know, getting back to it, the, the the wheel repair business has gone up tremendously. Oh, has it? Oh yeah, getting uh, alloy that, wheels fixed. That doesn't surprise me. And 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 having a fix is a good. You know, possibility as opposed to no, it's junk, and and a new one's a thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah, especially like the cost of OE wheels nowadays. I mean, you can obviously get aftermarket wheels that would look similar, but if you want to replace that OE rim. Ouch. Especially if you're a fancy guy like, like yourself, yeah, those, those yeah, 20s yeah, or yeah. 22s. You do it once, you probably don't want to do it again. So. <laughs> no. But you know what? I But I got caught up in it, too. I mean, I, I would have thought that the speed rating and the size was enough information. And uh, I went ahead and put a winter tire on an electric car. Uh-huh. And uh, it worked fine. But all of a sudden, I got a phone call. It was, I got this weird noise coming from my car. <laughs> I said, what kind of noise? And he tried to explain it to me. I went, Ooh, I'll have to drive it myself. And then, of course, I find out after the fact that there are specific electric, call them electric tires. There are. Yeah. We have more sound deadening of you know structure inside. Oh, and, uh, yeah, well, it's a, it's a load rating thing. I think the, the last EV I drove was over 6,000 pounds. So, I mean, the comparable SUV would have been, you know, 4,000 pounds. That's a significant, significant amount of weight that those tires have to carry. So the, the tires that I remember on this thing are, are, you know, clearly indicated EV. So they've got, they've not only got to carry the higher load, but then they include typically some sound deadening as well. Well, Triangle makes tires for huge vehicles so they know how much cars and trucks weigh yes and we're we're talking about like industrial vehicles exactly yeah yeah the big stuff well hopefully they'll be able to translate that into making an electric tire that'll work eh? definitely over time shouldn't be a problem (laughs) all right this is dave's corner garage we're going to be back uh we're going to be back with adam rupel from drive festival right after the break Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman and David Puller from Triangle Tire. And joining me us joining us on the phone is Adam Rappel from Drive Festival, which is a mega, mega cool festival coming up in September at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Good morning, Adam. Hey, good morning, Brian. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So you're in Bowmanville right now? No, no, no. Well, I'm in Oxbridge actually, so kind of a stone close stone enough. Close enough. Yeah, yeah, close enough. How how I'm at the how, track a lot? I see Brian all the time. Yeah, yeah. Just a question though: How long does it take to set up, or are you like the the C and E where three days before it's supposed to start, that's your time limit? Well, yeah, we uh, because they have actually um, TMP has a big event the weekend before us, right? So okay. we basically can start load in um, Tuesday, and then Wednesday and Thursday are like you know fourteen. 16-hour days for us um, getting it going, and then we still kind of finishing our setup on Friday morning before the event. But that you know that's for that's for good reason. Drive Festival is a very unique festival, certainly in this part of the world. I've been to events around the world, and this is that kind of caliber mm-hmm. of event. Adam, what what should car enthusiasts expect when they visit Drive Festival? Well, actually, there's something for everyone from um, hypercars, exotics 
vintage race cars, um, muscle cars. And then also we have a number of manufacturers that we have test drives. And it's a very experiential event. So the cars are actually driving um, in the Dream Car Speed Run. You can see hypercars. I went up the hill last year in a Bugatti Chiron, you know, like, I was like, when am I going to get the opportunity to hop in a, in a Bugatti? Um, but you get actually a, all that experience. We have an autocross feature where you can actually go as a passenger. You can uh, go drive uh, some of these manufacturer vehicles. We'll have vehicles from Toyota, Nissan, Kia, Hyundai, um, Polestar, and Lucid as well. Um, and you can actually test drive these vehicles on one of our three test tracks. Plus, there's this year we have a new thing, an Aviva EV Launchpad, where they're going to have the uh, uh, new Kia EV6, and uh, they're going to be doing launches with that. Um, you can be passenger in that um, and feel that sort of power, 3.2 seconds, 0 to 60 miles an hour. Oh, wow, I'd lose my launch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the What's Happening page uh, on drivefestival.com, and it is endless the amount of categories and, and variety uh, to the show here. It's pretty impressive. Now, do you use the whole footprint yeah. of the track? I mean, you know, it's its a big area. We rent all 900 acres. And in order to get people to the different sections, because we have really about five sections, we also now open up the go-kart track so you can learn how to go-kart race. So basically, we have about five or six sections, and we have actually four bus stops around the park. And we're running about eight buses all weekend long as well so that people can just hop on a bus and they can go to the other section um, of the event. So it's many events um, within one event to pull it all together. Wow. Where does the bus run? In, inside on yeah, the dirt? Yeah, there's oh, yeah. no, no, there's actually paved roads inside now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's been a yeah, couple yeah. of years since yeah. I was up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have a new overland zone. So we have like all these overland clubs and off road. And you can, um, I was working with uh, Kawasaki just a few days ago. And there we built a full Kawasaki side by side course. So they're going to take people for um, rides on a side by side in Kawasaki. So, like, We've got some. We even have this year an RV test track. Oh come on! I believe that. Yes. Yeah. That <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. So the it's uh, it's basically um, it's basically uh, it's so many different things going on because we have 900 acres. It's a super super experiential event, and uh, you can you can get any kind of like really cool experience. You can rent a Lamborghini and drive it for a couple laps on the racetrack, learn how to go-kart race, and then drive an RV. <laughs> wow. And, and, well, and, and go off-roading. Now, if, if people want to find out more, Adam, it's it's drivefestival.com, right? That's right, yeah. And we're, and tickets are going really, really fast this year. So we're, people think, oh, how, how is this uh, the ticket price so low for this event? Um, but we, we we're, you know, third year, and we just want, um, we're aiming to have about 30,000 attendees this year. Well, it sounds like you have so much to do. Do, you, do people generally buy same-day passes, or, or is there a weekend package kind of thing? Yeah, you can buy a weekend pass for not very much more than uh, just a one-day pass. Um, right. And, uh, you know, you can bring your whole family for... Uh, the idea is that you bring your whole family and it's not going to be um, crazy expensive. Um, it's not going to be an expensive undertaking and if you have your own motorhome and want to park it there is there facilities on site 
Well, we're not going to encourage people to bring. We're, we're, um, we don't actually have camping. That's the one difference from okay. uh, some of the other events. Uh, just because we've got you know so many different things going on, we may add that uh, down the road. But uh, uh, this year, we're just not having camping for general public. All right. So you you've bought a weekend pass, but you're getting kicked out at the at sundown. Yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Generally speaking, all the frivolity and bad stuff happened at night, anyways. When they would, in the old days, light up the uh, burn down the outhouses. Yeah, they they they, they, don't, they, do they don't do that at Canadian Tire Motorsport Park anymore, Al. <laughs> that used to be quite no, the deal. The old days. <laughs> I uh, miss the old days. They've done a great job, um, as Brian can attest to. They've done a great job uh, bringing this facility up um, mm-hmm. over the last number of years, and it's wonderful to work with these guys. It's a world-class facility well i guess too with the advent of the 407 it's just so much quicker to get there now it's so oh, it's, it's so breeze. easy to it's get to breeze. the track now yeah. yes and you know with the with the facility because there are there are ring roads all around and and um with drive festivals shuttles you're gonna be able to get to see everything really easily and it's it's a beautiful facility these days it's gonna be a fantastic event adam i wonder if the hotel Thanks, you know fun. If the Holiday Inn in Pontypool has any rooms available still, because I think they're that. all sold out, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't surprise yeah, and me. And we've even got a new feature this year, uh, collection, so the Drive Festival collection. So I have some super um, rare and uh, exciting cars that we're putting in um, a Drive Festival collection. Fast coming, and they're um, uh, bringing the Pagani Utopia and a few singers. Wow. Um, so we have a lot of like really, really cool cars coming. Every year we do, but this year in particular. Question, if you're looking for a family car and people are looking for electrics, do you have any of those there as well? Oh, yeah, and you can test drive them on either the manufacturer test drive track or the off-road track. And for this, for your listeners, I'm going to give them a couple um, pointers that mm-hmm. we just don't give to everyone else. We even have a Toyota Supra uh, GR uh, that they're going to be um, uh, they're going to have available Toyota at the performance track. And guess how much extra that costs you um, if you get it? Nothing. It's really? actually included in with the you know the ticket price. But there will be lineups there. So um, my suggestion would be if you want to come and uh, experience. Those types of cars come on the Friday when it's quieter. Is that a three-pedal car or a two-pedal car? Uh, they won't. I don't think <laughs> the manufacturers generally don't want to teach people how to uh, drive manual on a racetrack. So I understand that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was asking. You can get it. At, you can get it as a three-pedal. I've driven it on the racetrack. Lovely car, but to 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 make sure it's safe and everybody can drive, it's probably an automatic that you can drive. <laughs> All right, Adam. Our pace car is actually a manual, so but we're limiting who can drive that. Uh, so Brian, you could drive it. I, I might be able to drive it. Well, and you, and, and uh, you've got a, a Nissan, a new Nissan Z as your pace car, right? Yeah, and it's actually my promo car as well for the summer. So uh, it's been awesome. Uh, thanks to Nissan Canada for loaning me that. All right, we got to wrap. Drive Festival September eighth, ninth, and tenth. To get tickets, where do they go? Uh, Drive Festival, and it's presented by Mobile One. All Fantastic. Right. Thanks a lot. Have yourself a great weekend, you and we're looking forward to seeing you up in Bowmanville. Awesome. Take care. All right. Take care. This is We'll be right after these breaks. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in studio with Alan Gelman and David Puller from Triangle Tire. And I'm super excited about uh, Drive Festival, I, I have to say. I just got to figure out a, to, a car to drive in the, uh, the, the hill climb that they do. Or maybe you could take the uh, motorhome. 
Uh, no. <laughs> I'd like to drive something faster. Well, speaking of different kinds of vehicles, Triangle makes tires for all those type of vehicles, right? I'm looking at the list here. I mean, there, there's high-performance tires that would be suitable. But a growing segment, which is actually really cool that they're including in Drive Festival here, is the off-road track. Yes. And uh, that's a growing segment, not yeah. necessarily up your alley with the speed side of things. Nah, but you know what I do? Like, anytime, anytime I, I get something that's off-road oriented that, like, has a proper suspension and proper sure. tires, I, d- I definitely go off-road. I, I definitely do. Yeah. Um, and, and that whole, that whole segment is, is growing because, you know, you, you really can't, you know, drive fast, but if you want to do something with four wheels and travel somewhere, if you've got an off-road vehicle that has proper off-road tires, you can go pretty far off-road. Yeah, and you can have some fun with it, but uh, looking at the tires in that segment, the RT, so rugged terrain tires now, mm-hmm. so we're you know, for the last little while, it's everyone's been preaching around all terrains and, and mud terrains, and what was happening in the industry is it's either not aggressive enough or too aggressive for a daily driver, and having a mud terrain, you're getting large blocks on the tires, and it's you know really loud if you're a d- daily commuter. So, uh, over the last I would say two years, uh, rugged terrain's been introduced to the market, and a little bit more aggressive than the AT, less aggressive than the MT, and just a little bit more suitable for your all-round applications, whether you're daily driving or you're off-road enthusiast. So, you know that, that's the thing. There's so many vehicles now, and it, it's it's a bit of a trend that I've noticed this year. There are a lot of crossovers, not full-blown SUVs, but a lot of crossovers that come with decent off-road packages with yep. a smaller wheel, a good tire on them, a sure. little bit more ground clearance. So I can I, I can see how this is growing. Subarus. Subarus, you, you see some of the Outbacks and stuff like that. They're they're coming with, with all-terrain RT tires on them. And, no and you actually see some out, Outbacks now in like Subaru car clubs where people are actually lifting them and putting an even beefier tire on. So definitely a growing segment for sure. So you're saying it, you're going to get the same traction, the same off-road ability, but they're quieter. You'll get better traction, actually. So okay. the blocks are a little bit bigger, but there's essentially the difference, the real difference between an all-terrain and a mud-terrain is, first and foremost, the size of the blocks on the tire. Mm-hmm. But on the mud-terrain, because you're using it in a harsh environment, there's less siping. And and what the siping is, is the siping is what's going to give you traction on your pavement, right? That, those are going to be your biting edges. If you have those biting edges on the mud terrain tire while you're off-roading, it's going to lead to chunking, tearing, a little bit more wear and tear on the on the product itself. So the RT is going to incorporate larger tread blocks, and it's going to also have the siping, but it's going to be a little bit tighter. So um, you're getting that in-between ground between that AT and, and MT. So. Question, I, I, sometimes I look at these tires, they're so aggressive looking, and I'm thinking, could you maybe just leave them on all year? Definitely. So the anything ATRT right now is majority of the market is three PMS stamps. So that that'll be your all weather rated mm-hmm. tire that'll get you here in Ontario your insurance discount during winter okay. months, right? So it'll help on that side of things, but uh, definitely suitable for all year round. But again, depending on the environment you're in, right? When you live up in Tottenham. You need a full winter. You need a full winter. Tire. Living here downtown, you can get you can get away with with running a tire like that all four seasons, For no sure. problem. And when you get a big pile of snow, you've got the confidence in the tire too. Yeah, and if it's the odd commute that you're making out of the city, I mean, yeah, if the snow's going to be that bad, you're probably not going right. But uh, precisely, yeah, when you're you live and live and die by the side street uh, up north, mm-hmm. yeah, you definitely need your dedicated winters. All right, people want to find out more about Triangle. How do they do that? TriangleTire.ca. That's easy. That's very easy. It's simple. And uh, local dealers, 
a lot of them in the city? 6,000 touch points across the country, plenty in the city here as well. So um, you can go on trianglethire.ca, there's a dealer locator, but nonetheless, call your local tire shop, and majority of which will have Triangle Tires available. And as you mentioned earlier, um, and if you have a special type of vehicle, whether it's a tractor trailer or an off-road machine, you have... We make those too. Yeah, for sure. So Triangle Tires specializes uh, in, in commercial truck and then uh, OTR, so non-DOT stuff for the big heavy construction equipment as well. So well-versed lineup and uh, whether it's your daily driver or your construction equipment, things like that, uh, Triangle Tires got the tire for you. So, because I've always thought as OTR is off the road when, when you lost control of your road car Uh-oh. and you were off the road. Not on triangle tires. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, of course, unless you're doing like a buck 60 or something like some kid in Woodbridge happened to be last year, last week. Yeah, no kidding. Remember, wasn't a, well, it was built for that kind of speed, but not where he was racing. Well, you know, on public roads, no. And and as always, take it to the track. It's so, I, you know, I was at the I was at the racetrack last week. Uh, you know, uh, first time I was in a race car in a couple of years, but, uh, you know, it's so easy to mm-hmm. get track time. It, there's you know there's no reason to go fast on public roads and it's not a, it's it's just a dumb all around idea on the racetrack there's no cross traffic it's safe lots of runoff room all of that stuff on public roads you don't have any of that perfect timing for drive festival exactly exactly guys this guy's getting a pro we just have him on more regular yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, thinking about yeah. a segue here he's there where's that mute button there yeah. we go i want to thank adam rupel check out the drive festival up at bowmanville canadian tire Motorsport park 8th 9th and 10th and, of course, too, if you're looking for car information, Kevin Roberts at Car Gurus. Yeah, check out cargurus.ca. Yeah, David, thanks for joining us. Absolute blast, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you in the studio. Likewise. All right, Carlos, wheels are on. We're on the road or off the road? We're on. We're on the road. Good stuff. All right, thanks, everybody, for joining in. Drive safe. Stay on the pavement. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.